0: Good morning, everybody. I don't know if that's even appropriate. I don't know when people start the podcast. It's morning now. I know that. And this is Bailey and Harper, episode 76. What's up, Roman Harper? How are you? Kyle, I'm good, bro. Um, getting ready to fly out of town again, as always. As always. Um, but, but you know what? Look at us. Three consecutive weeks. Yeah, man. We like making it a point. Some might call that a winning streak. Well, we're actually communicating a little bit. It's though. a good thing. You know I mean?
1: It's a good thing. Your, your youngest is
0: growing up. And so you're you're not as locked down and constricted. You're doing some other things. You're busy, man. Hold on, let's but let's talk about our accomplishments. It's moving week for me, and I'm still here. There we go. That's what I'm because saying. I'm inside of a week of moving, and I'm, we're still making sure that we're locked into what the people want, and that is Bailey and Harper the podcast.
1: You know, Kyle, it's been kind of cool because I don't need. I, I guess I'm just humble, or I don't think about it enough. I got too many <laughs> things going on, but people actually do listen to us. <laughs>
0: I love it when you, especially when anybody starts. I
1: guess I'm just humble. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't. I don't ever really think about those things. I start, uh, like, I
0: don't know. You know me. I just kind of do it. Well, think about I, the things that you like to listen to, right? Right. You want it to be there so that you have it for the ride, for the workout, for the you know dead time between the meetings, for the lunch break. I don't know. Right? Yeah. That's. I what have people the catch same up. things. Like yeah. I appreciate people who listen to us, just like I love people listening to other podcasts. It's awesome. It's there a great it community. All right. So anyway, number 76, s- you go first. What you got? We're, we're actually, we both looked at each other and said we're way more excited to do 76 than we ever thought we would be.
1: Yeah, I didn't know if it was any really good 76s out there. Because and- we've
0: literally been in offensive lineman territory for like the last eight months of this podcast. Yeah, dog, it's been a lot. The six, well, 50s. 60s. Oh, at least we have some seven. linebackers, yeah. some centers from the NBA. The grind is real. Some pitchers maybe from Major League Baseball, but like we are firmly in offensive line territory for like eight mo- eight straight <laughs> months now. So who you got? He got. All right.
1: Number 76 and I did not know that he wore number 76. First of all, uh little shout out to um Orlando Pace. Ooh. Cuz he was a great number 76. That's a good one. Um and watched him forever and was a straight baller, but he's not my fave. He's not. No, of course not. It is Lou Roy Groza. In other words, Lou Groza, kicker, and I didn't even know he played offensive tackle as well for the Cleveland Browns. I thought he was just a kicker. That's awesome. (laughs) I did not know that. So here we go. We're not only here to entertain, but we also educate this morning, Kyle. He's a big man. Obviously, he was a big man. He was called the toe, which is really <laughs> funny because we have a punter, our punter <laughs> in New Orleans Saints, the one that kicked the onside, kicked to help us win um, the game in the Super Bowl, uh, Thomas Morstead, we would call him the leg. The leg. But he could never match the toe, who was Lou Groza. So he was, uh, he was a four-time NFL champion. Did you also know he played 21 seasons?
0: I did know that. For the yeah, Browns? I did know that.
1: All for the Browns. I just didn't know that. And he used to kick 50 yards when nobody else would. That, I mean, it's just amazing. He's an all-time leader. Uh, well, when he retired in 67, he was an all-time leader in points. But I didn't know he played offensive tackle. And that to me, that was like,
0: whoa. Well, I mean, it, it highlights a couple of things, right? So, like, you, the guys used to do more than just one thing back in the day. Also... <laughs> no. Like he, a, he, he had a specialty that nobody else had. There were the don't get me wrong, there were big men back then. There's no doubt about that. But like at six three two forty, he was a starting offensive tackle in the NFL. <laughs> You know, you know that might make you a middle linebacker in today's game. You know, possibly a, a big safety. I don't know, but like, uh, yeah, six three two forty was your offensive tackle back in nineteen sixty six. Yeah, that's
1: a linebacker, solid. Linebacker. Yeah, but
0: a very good kicker too. I like that dude. All right, so I got, I got two. I got one that's that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, Dwayne Brown, left tackle, all pro left tackle. My man <laughs> Dwayne Brown is a monster. He is. Um, He'll what, be
1: a future hall of famer probably at some point. He's yep. been probably the Pro Bowl nine, ten times. Oh yeah in the 10 or 11 years he's been in the league just so.
0: fantastic player battled yes. through injuries I mean that that guy's in it. P-
1: battled through a terrible organization uh, uh, late, later in his career that's, that's the
0: Christian. absolute truth no doubt about that um he's just he, he was as far as tackles go, you mm-hmm. know love watching that guy play. so Dwayne Brown but also on the basketball side even though he wore 44 with the Dallas Mavericks, he wore 76 at seven foot six when he was a Philadelphia 76er, Sean Bradley. The seven-foot-six man, wore 76 in Philly, Sean Bradley, 76.
1: You know, I was a, I'm was a big fan of his, obviously. And look, Kyle, I'll just be complete honest. I used to play NBA Live. And Is that all an the admission? Time,
0: Are you admitting that? Like you-
1: All the time. And NBA Live, I used to play NBA Live all the time on uh, on my Sega Genesis. And so, dude, that, back then, Sean Bradley used to be – he was, like, not good. Not good. He was, like, a 70-something player. But, dude, I used to play with him just because he was seven six. He was, like, the tallest person. I just used to block shots with him all the time. So, I have a love and affection for Sean Bradley as well. Had a whole bunch of highlights. It's just funny because, man, to be that tall, you would think you'd want that, but your body's got to be just beat down trying to carry all that, maneuver all that. Your whole life is probably just a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, um, yeah. Compared to, I mean, things are built for you naturally. No,
0: no. (laughs) Doors. No.
1: Houses, literally everything. Like, I would feel terrible, you know, 10-foot ceilings is good, but 10-foot ceilings, to a 7'6 seven, seven, guy is like not that far away from are still my ducking <laughs> around, stuff, man. Like <laughs> yeah. the
0: ceiling fan still going to catch you probably. <laughs> you know like, what I
1: mean? Yeah. That is like crazy <laughs> to think
0: about. Can you have ceiling fans? I don't even know. But like you're absolutely right. He's in, he's in a wheelchair now, by the way. Uh, was paralyzed in a bike crash.
1: Oh, that stinks.
0: And I remember, that, I think that was a story, I don't know exactly when that happened. It wasn't that long ago. But um, no, he was he was paralyzed in a bike accident. And he's been wheelchair bound ever since. I think it was January twenty one. He forty eight years. It's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy mm. that he's in a wheelchair. But uh, anyway, just sad news. But he was an awesome, fun watch in the NBA. And uh, seventy six is now behind us. Now, um, you and I are watching Sports Center. We were just watching draft coverage. Um,
1: it's it's right around the corner, Kyle.
0: It's tomorrow night. It's right You're, you you are announcing the Saints' second round pick. Day two pick. Day two pick.
1: Because the only thing you expect is the unexpected. I could be absolutely answering, calling out nobody's name.
0: Fair enough. Because because there could be a trade. <laughs> you have no idea. You have to wait. So what are you doing while you're waiting on draft night, day two? Um, you in a green room? You sipping on a yeah, cocktail? Yeah, I'll what be do?
1: probably just in the um, back in the back in the green room with uh, all the, the other un- celebs. Yeah, I'll, it's a different one because uh, they probably won't have drinks and stuff. So you just got to be aware of that. NFL really don't like to co-mingle with that. Um, But you can get some drinks somewhere if you go to, like, a common area.
0: Just kicking it with Raj in the back room? Old Raj Goodell?
1: Uh, Probably not. I mean, Raj gets a bad name, a bad rap for a lot of things, but he's fighting other people's battles all the time. And, you know, the NFL PA has to be better. Anyways, that was a very personal (laughs) comment right
0: there. You went into Raj Goodell (laughs) defense mode right there.
1: Well, not defense mode. I I throw a lot of stones at him, but all honesty – you know, he fights a good fight for his corner. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, for sure. The NFL players, we should fight a better fight from our corner. Well, that's I say it all the, all the time, and you, we shouldn't just act like it's Roger Goodell because Roger Goodell probably genuinely likes and cares and roots for all the players to do well because it's good on them. Yeah. So and it's good for business. It's good for business. <laughs> so. Bottom line. Yeah. So I I think that's what I'm saying. I just don't want to make about Roger. I just what don't people want to say all, all the
0: time, and I've been saying this for years, and it's not some revolutionary take. It's just you know, it's obvious. That if he was bad at his job, they would have fired him by now, right? But they keep, you know, extending him and keeping him around because he's really good at making the money, and doing what they want him to do,
1: yes. and being the human
0: meat shield for all the bad things that yeah, happen to the exactly. NFL. And for fifty million dollars a year, I'd be willing to do that as well. Not only that, but
1: lifetime insurance
0: and lifetime private plane. Boom uh, for for his family. There you go. Like, there you go. Like that's that's an unbelievable deal. So, I mean, that also just speaks to the absolute behemoth that is the NFL. Like, it's, it's like an oil company. That's <laughs> yes, a, it, it is. It, it, it it's, is. It's a massive, massive operation and organization <laughs> that you know well. But, like, you know, I, I've been around Raj a couple of times, like Super Bowl press conferences yes. and stuff. Like, we're not uh, just asking questions. He, he is um, – He's a big presence in a room. Yeah. There's no well, he's baby. a big dude. He's too. a big dude. Yeah, he's exactly. not a small human. Being. No, no, no. Like we <laughs> we often talk about dudes like just in terms of sports about their physical prowess, but it's like that's true in business and life. Yes. It's kind of yeah. like why the American people would prefer a six foot four president to a five foot eight president. Well, they
1: also said, uh, well, Donald Trump's like 6'3". He's 6'3", so th- Yeah, yeah. So that was like a big deal for him too when he walked around. Mm-hmm. They say that
0: physically. It's it's like a thing. It's well, that's why you know there's still we still have that primal nature in us, right? For sure. That's what that boils down to. Yeah, I
1: look at dudes that are smaller than me and have way more money. Man, I'm always like, mm, you know, mm. still beat his ass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's yeah. how dudes' minds work. Like as, <laughs> I explain this stuff to my wife, She like, she just like stares at me sometimes. Like, how does your brain work that way? And I'm like, we're we're men. I don't, I don't know, even know. I don't know but what to That's tell you. what I think. But we size each other up in a room. Like that's how it works. All the time. And, and like if some dude walks in, he's got like three inches and thirty pounds on. Him, you're like, okay, all right. You know, wouldn't have preferred that. Uh, yeah. But like that's just it's the, how people operate, man. You know, it's funny, Kyle.
1: One of the best stories ever. So one of my great friends, his name is Todd Bates. He's a D-line coach at um, Todd Bates. Yeah, at Oklahoma. Yeah, formerly of Clemson, and so we were classmates. So we came into Alabama together. So the first time he meets my dad, this is the story. So I'm on campus a little while. He never met my dad, and uh, I'm on campus a little while. Now we're moving out of the spring dorms and into the regular dorms. So we're gonna. My dad and them are coming down. We've been on campus for practicing like like. Uh, spring what is it right before the season with training camp oh yeah I guess yeah whatever it is so that's what we were doing and um so I see him Todd's like you know decent size at this point he's probably 230 um freshman year uh coming out of high school like a a nice size I mean he played as a freshman because he had enough size at least right so in me I was probably 170 soaking wet Kyle my freshman (laughs) and so my dad walks in and my dad was much bigger than me when I first got to college, he was, you know, my dad's probably two, he was probably 230, 220 something, but like six one and a half, six two. Yeah. And so he walks in and uh, Todd's like, looks at my dad who's much bigger than me. And so he, I think, I thought he thought my dad was gonna be smaller or something. And me and my dad's in good shape, you know, I mean, he used to play ball too, so. and um, And he's like, bro, I saw your dad, I think he was sizing me up. <laughs> Like bro, like just let him know. Like Yeah, absolutely. I, I just know, even if he wasn't I wrong, could. I was sizing your dad up. Just like, so you know, I yeah, could. Yeah, just so you know, like <laughs> I was ready to go. I was like I was like, Todd, what are you even talking about? He's like, you sometimes wrong, you just gotta know. You gotta and, know. Like, it, so Todd was also the guy who used to walk around in white beaters all the time too. So I love Todd Bates. He's a completely different, he's a great coach, great recruiter, but that's always the story. That Comes to mind to me when people are like sizing people up, especially oh, yeah. unnecessarily. Oh, yeah. My but, boy Todd was sizing my dad, but we up the all first do it time we all, yeah. in every room we go into. I, admi- I admit it, yes, I do. Every room we go into, yeah. I got a good friend of mine, he's very tall, his name is John Damon. And um, anytime it's another like really big, you know, he's 6'5 <laughs> white guy, used to play like look like he played, to, he played defensive line, he's like 280s, 290 mm-hmm. something, yeah. And uh, but at 6'5, 290, that's still a big dude, big dude, yeah, you mean. And then, you got your hands full with a dude that size. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And so he's usually the biggest, one of the bigger guys, or biggest guy in the room. And so when it's another bigger guy, it's just like, it's always a little, you know. Right. You naturally will size it's the like, person It's like, all right, now if
0: I had to, what would I do?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, I know who my matchup is. Right. Like, already.
0: <laughs> just in case. How would I if I yeah. had to?
1: <laughs> and why do guys think that way? I don't know. But I don't, be,
0: because it's primal <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> the same reason we can tell men and women apart, right? We, have, we still yeah. got primal shit about us. but. Yeah, uh true. So, the draft tomorrow night, I mean, it's – Sorry, it's just, we got on Oh No, you're there. good. Well, Look, we're doing the same thing. It's a combine. You're sizing dudes up. It's the underwear Olympics. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, and all that shit. But, like, tomorrow night, it's, it's done. It's sealed. Bryce Young's going to be the pick here tomorrow night. I was having fun. You were listening to the show yesterday. I
1: was. I, I, you know, the odd makers are coming out and saying, Will Levis, Will Levis. Well, somebody's moving Will Levis up in the odd
0: makers. I, I, I like the theory that it is uh, the betting industry, that it's the sports books that planted something to try to make some money back on some of the losses they're going to take on Bryce Young because...
1: I should have took Bryce Young at the beginning. I oh my said God. it. I should have put the money uh, I should have
0: put 1000 on Bryce Young when he was plus, plus 500 Now, you can yeah. say that about a lot of bets, but like when he was plus 500 when he was uh, the underdog to C.J. Stroud, there were a lot of people who put a lot of money on Bryce Young then. So Vegas was exposed. All of a sudden, the odds start to swing back (laughs) in the other way. Within a week, Bryce is the heaviest of heavy favorites. And so it makes sense. And, again, I don't know if this happened, but I think it's – I would do it if I was them. You know, you jump on Reddit. You pretend to be somebody who knows something. You get get some dumb money coming in on Will Levis. And it was
1: funny because it was like I know somebody – that knows somebody. Telling- it was two lines away. It was even even like a leak from within the in, in the building. Hold on, let me. It give, was a, Let me give a you the know actual. Know somebody <laughs> that knows somebody. This was great, and it wasn't even inside the Panthers building, right? It was like
0: no, no. no this that,
1: was so this that, was, this, that Will Levis said it. I'm this, like, yeah, that what? Will,
0: Will himself was running around <laughs> telling everybody that Carolina was going to take him, and I was like, listen, I could if he told like his, his dad or his best friend or his mom or something like that, I, I could get that. But you think Will's running around telling everybody that he's about to be the that he knows he's about come on now? But no, it was some guy on Twitter. I'm um, not Twitter on, on Reddit. It was like the funniest. It was like a bot handle. It was, you know, it was like it ended in like sixteen numbers, and like there were apparently people that were like, oh man, that's a good tip. I'm gonna run and put some money on that. Like, I, I mean, if I was them, if I was one of the sports books, I'd plant some shit like that. Get you some, look, you know, offset some of your Bryce Young losses. Get some dumb money coming in on Will Levis. You, Why not? You
1: you saw who um, the uh, you saw what Herm Edwards said just on TV a little bit earlier. He's like, just give me your money. People just want to just throw it away. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll put it to good use. But I think it's funny. Um, and look, man, I am I just hate it. Like I said, it's two things. I just, I'm just like, man, I just hated it that it kind of happened this way. Um, instead of it just being because it, it's going to bother me because people that are like draft experts, and they're going to like go back and forth. And I just want people to stay on their own two feet and stand up and say it with their chest since the beginning. Like Kyle – Uh, maybe you have or I don't remember exactly, but I know that I have and I'm just like, look, Bryce should be the first overall pick. Why? Because he's the best quarterback in this draft, period. Point blank. Leave it at that. All right. But everybody said it's going to be C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud. Not because he's the best quarterback, but because he has the right size and he looks the part and throws a good ball. He's talented. Blah, 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 blah. And now, this s2 test has gotten leaked because it's not supposed to be public information but we all know about it yep (laughs) we all know about it at this point yep and now that gives the ability for somebody to knock this young man and say oh i don't know if he's smart enough or able to do certain things and it doesn't test intelligence or anything in that way so it's it's unfair that this got out the same way it was unfair that uh vince young scored a a five or a low, a single digit number on a wonder test. Like all these things happen when they do, and you don't know who's releasing it, whether it's somebody trying to get somebody to slide or, or, but at the end of the day, Bryce Young will be the number one pick. So I'm just a little bit disappointed because I think it's a knock on CJ Stroud that people are going to think that about him. And then also, because once again, I wanted the Panthers to earn my fandom. Oh, my God. It's all, it just all comes back it. to you. And they're just buying it, Kyle. So, they are buying my fandom by drafting Bryce Young. And you know I'm going to love him. And now my kids are going to be all wooed. Now I've got to buy the gear. And
0: I don't bro, like it, Kyle bro. Bro, that is narcissistic behavior right there. You're making it all about you now. Because oh, they're doing this for you. No, come on now. Your boy Bryce is the uh. best pick. Now, the Stroud thing, I think you got, you're on to something. Um, and that's what day one. Because I, I, you know this, like 10 days ago on the show, and I've talked to you about it too, like I, I talked to somebody who I trust that told me a lot of things that I learned about and then verified, and it was like, okay, I knew ahead of time that CJ Stroud's scores were bad. Mm-hmm. There was more context to it than that, but like, you know, it, it was what it was. Mm-hmm. And so, like the Wonderlic, the Wonderlic got thrown out a while ago, because it yes, was just it a general IQ test. You don't need it, right? Yep. Now, I don't know what we're going to learn about this S2 cognition test. I heard Drew Brees took it. Yep, Drew Brees took I'm it. I'm going to reach out a, to Drew. Scored a 93, I believe. I'm going to reach out to Drew. Um, you know, this one does seem to ha- – it's, it's tailored more toward football, toward football processing, toward evaluating quarterbacks. Start- it has roots in baseball. But, you know, we'll see. It's been around for seven years, and, um, you know, I think they'd probably like to have a bit more data. But so far it seems to be maybe more – a lot more in, uh, indicative – or predictive with quarterbacks uh-huh. than certainly the wonderlick was. Um, as far as C.J. Stroud goes, the score was bad. Uh, if that's what it was, like eighteenth percentile, um, you know it, it's a red flag. I'll put it that way. I, I think it's a red flag, and you have to ask yourself, like you alluded to a second ago, who stands to benefit from C.J. Stroud dropping? You know who stands to benefit the most from C.J. Stroud? You know, information being leaked, and you know his draft stock being harmed, and him falling out of the top five, falling out of the top ten. Like somebody will benefit from that, and we'll see yes. when he gets it. We'll see when he gets his it's chance. It's funny.
1: It's funny because the quarterbacks that usually slide and drop and da da da, they usually go to better situations, better systems with teams and organizations that usually know how to win more consistently. It happens a
0: lot, and because it, a lot of those teams are picking in the back half of the first round <laughs> anyway, because they win. It,
1: yes, and then not only that, but. Um, A lot of times, those careers and those players can sometimes turn out better, too. But I I just do know, when you're drafting inside the top five, you cannot miss. And you have to hit home runs. And, look, I'll be happy at the end of the day because Bryce Young, I believe, will be a really good player in the NFL. I don't know if he'll win Rookie of the Year here in Carolina next year. Just because I don't know the situation and the weapons. I don't even know what offense they're rolling out. You know what I mean? I I just don't know. Um, But – I think he will have a great chance, a great support system, obviously an organization that believes in him and and really bought into him, and he deserves every single bit of that. And uh, he'll be very marketable. I'm sure he'll enjoy the city. He's a low-key dude. So um, it'll be interesting, man. I'm really excited for him. And then I I just – I want to talk about the other quarterbacks. So it's five of them, Kyle. One is going to – like at least two are going to bust, maybe
0: three. First question, do all five go in the first round? Because uh, yes. the the over yes. is four and a half, yes, and I'm inclined to say yes too. I
1: think I, only because the one at the back, Hendon Hooker, I think somebody's going to scoop.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the that to me. If you're it, a good I, situation I, <laughs> with a, an established starter already, yeah, yeah. you can coach him up in the background, let like, him sit for a year's. It could be a really good situation, right? So that makes a lot, that's why I'm with you. Yeah, now, there's a lot of there's it's a lot more of,
1: me betting and banking it on Hendon Hooker. Sure, then like. Cause Will Levis is gonna go. Somebody's gonna take him. Right. Um, Richardson. Somebody's probably. Somebody's gonna take. He's just. I mean, he's too. Uh, there's no way he would get. There's past too that. much
0: potential upside there for him to find. Right. It. Right. Like, right. Malik, exactly. People keep trying to compare him to Malik Willis last year with me, I don't, I and don't I'm know. just like, I don't think that's fair. i like, I, I don't want to shit on Malik Willis either, but like, I. He's fi- way bigger than Malik he's than Willis. He's way bigger than Malik he's Willis. He's way faster than Malik he's Willis. Absolutely. He's absolutely tri- tri- – Everything.
1: It's like way more. One thousand percent. Willis on like steroids for it's since one and a, a half
0: times Malik Willis. yes, yes absolutely in, in a lot oh, of ways all, and I
1: say that with all due respect
0: yeah no I get it and so like but I still have people like who was the latest one um was it Carson Palmer yesterday I heard Carson Palmer said he had a third round grade on Anthony Richardson Carson um, Palmer said that I think it was Carson Palmer so yeah.
1: so if you're just going by the tape
0: I see go see, by the tape I know
1: then that's fine I can respect what he's saying because his tape is not great at times I like Kentucky game bad, couple other games bad. Like he went games where like he wasn't even throwing touchdowns, like, right? Right, like nothing. No. And you know what? Will Levis did too. Will Levis went games where he didn't even throw for 100 yards. I was like, hold on, he
0: hold was on. horrible against Tennessee. <laughs> I'm like,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. You only got how many yards? Yeah, oh, yeah. And this is a first-round
0: quarterback? And all Kentucky fans keep telling me it was the offensive line. It was the offensive coordinator. It was this. It was like, okay, I I understand. I get it. But, like. The year before, he had a couple games,
1: too, where he was, like, less than 100 yards, 150 You know what somebody said about him?
0: I was listening to Mac and Bone coming over here, right, a minute ago some mac was saying he read and it's like but mac said he read something i appreciate mac
1: and bone for giving me a shout out when i called the south carolina
0: game there you go absolutely uh but they they said that apparently there are scouts that are saying that they see a lot of jay cutler in him and i'm like listen bro i like jay jay's a funny ass dude and jay could absolutely sling that rock but like i don't want jay cutler with the number one overall pick i want many Mahomes with the number one overall pick right and so now that's just from a carolina perspective but like
1: what they say about Jay Cutler? That he...
0: That, that Will Levis, that the comp is Jay Cutler. That there's, you know, that some scouts are saying, yeah, there's a lot of Jay Cutler there. And I'm like, is that a great thing? Because Jay could ball, but, like, you know, Jay didn't win a Super Bowl, and, you know, that Jay, like... How far did he go in the playoffs? Uh, not very far. I mean, did he make the NFC title game? I don't no. know that he ever did. I, I have to double-check that, but, like... He's a good football player. I'm not throwing shade on him, but especially with a number one pick. He's kind of douchey. Too. You're you're reaching a little bit higher than Jay Cutler's career. I would not want to be compared to Is that, that. fair to say? Like, I mean, again, just being respectful. That's if fine. you're picking first, you, you want to reach a little bit higher than Jay Cutler's career, right? Yeah. So you should be aiming for a Super Bowl. Jay Cutler didn't do that. Yep. So I mean, anyway, Will Levis is uh, – there's a lot to like there. A lot of physical tools, right? Strapping young man. Lifts more weights than most quarterbacks do, obviously. But – but – I just – if you're going to go that route and bet on a dude with a big arm who's strong and, you know, has athleticism, go Anthony Richardson. He's so, younger. So,
1: where does he fall?
0: Don't know. I mean, I'm interested. Like, I can't where, wait for this Where does eye.
1: he fall? Like, Kyle, Kyle's like, fuck it. I, I'm with the Panthers and I'm checking out early, baby. We're going first. We're
0: good. We're good. No matter to me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about. It. I'll Nobody sit back else. and watch. I'm gonna sit back and watch where the dominoes man, you're fall. Like I'm banking on my guy still being because good. Because tell me if this is sound reasoning. Like if I'm looking at Will Levis, right, and I'm like, okay, well he's he's actually pretty quick. He can run. He's a strong guy. You know, he's got great athleticism. Big arm. Well, if that's what I'm valuing, and I think he's a little bit of a project, why wouldn't I just take Anthony Richardson? He's two years younger. He's got more time to develop, right? Why wouldn't I just go with him? The younger guy, who's 21 instead of 23, hasn't bounced around, has off the charts athleticism, and try to develop that guy instead because both of them need work, right? Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's no,
1: no. I mean, it makes sense. Um, man, Will Levis makes some throws though. That's just so impressive that Anthony Richardson naturally does not make. Now, can Anthony all of a sudden get to that level? Possibly. Possibly so, because if anybody has an arm or anything even close that's better, it's Anthony. So, but Will Levis, and some of those throws I'm talking about that he can make and that he does make, man, some of those are like, why did you throw? Like, man, that was so bad. So bad. It's like he has those moments. Yeah. And so does Anthony too. So these, these two are um, scary, scary prospects. Uh, not scary, I mean, it's scary. it could be scary good or scary bad. And it's gonna be something, man. That's the best thing about the draft. And how many of these quarterbacks have actually all hit? Like, it's just so funny to me. Um, and you gotta show flashes. You have to show flashes early to make people start to buy and continue to buy stock in you. Um, you know, Joe Burrow, Justin Fields. Justin Fields still hasn't shown everybody he can do it with his arm, but he did it so well with his legs. They're like, man, we just have to continue to build a system around him. Because he has a lot of upside. And, you know, Justin Fields is uh, very talented. He's just got to continue to put it all together. And, you know, Jalen Hurts, another quarterback that was like, man, just – Well, that's the thing. It, I, I look- It's just there's no perfect science. There's going to be some guys that go in the second and third round and fourth round a quarterback in this draft that's going to have a better career than the guys that are taking in the first.
0: Sure. And, and so I I started to say, isn't Jalen Hurts the case for Anthony Richardson? But I still don't know that that's fair to Jalen Hurts because really? Jalen Hurts played a national championship yes, game or two. Yes, Jalen Hurts ball And then went and balled at Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley. <laughs> now, now, we'll say this. This was Billy Napier's first year at Florida. Got it. I, I'm a Billy Napier fan. Like I really And I, I wanted him in Blacksburg you know, got before it. they nope, the Florida yep. got him. So, I'm a, I'm a Billy Napier fan. And I think it's going to take a couple of years if they give him time. I think Napier's going to win and succeed there. But, you know, I don't know – like, did his offensive system, you know, benefit Anthony – like, that's one of the arguments, too, for Anthony Richardson was that, hey, first-year head coach, maybe an offensive system that didn't fit him that well, everything was brand new. I don't know how you feel about that, but I've heard that argument made is my point.
1: I, I mean, possibly so, but I just know what I watched on TV, on mm-hmm. the tape. The results weren't there. Yeah, 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 right. that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, like, I know. That, that, you know, and some of it was accuracy. It was other things. Like, he's got to get some technique things kind of cleaned up. And, and But, man, the dude can – I mean – he can flick it 65, 70-something yards, and it's easy.
0: I have a second question. Can we, can we pause the draft stuff for a yeah, second? Yeah, I'm ready to move on from the so draft. I did, I, so, so I, there was like – have you noticed how much cable news news there's been this week? Oh, my God. Tucker yes. Tucker Carlson, Don, Don Lemon, Charles Barkley, and Gail King. What uh, about
1: Charles Barkley and Gail King? How have you not seen this? I have no idea. I'm in a bubble. I've been gone.
0: King Charles is the name of the new CNN show. Charles Barkley and Gail King have a, now a, a news political show on CNN called King Charles. No way. <laughs> you haven't seen this. No. What?
1: This is going to be awesome. I don't know, man.
0: I don't know. Like, I love Chuck. I love Chuck. And, and I'm, I'm, I, Chuck talks about it. This isn't me like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to hear about his politics. It's not that. It's that, I don't know. Does Chuck, I mean, it, when Chuck gets into the grind of doing politics, I guess it's going to be a once a week thing. I don't know. If it's if it's heavily produced and it's a one, so it might be all right. We'll see. I'll give it a chance because oh I, I love Chuck.
1: I love Chuck. That's what I'm saying. I just, I, I I'm, I'm not optimistic. I didn't even know. You know?
0: I'm not optimistic. <laughs> but it's also because I don't think CNN does anything well anymore. So I'm with you on that. That's well, a problem.
1: Man, I just hope all of our news and everybody goes back to, all right, I'm with some personality TV. But, like, let's deliver news nah. as well.
0: I don't think they have any intention of doing that. <laughs> I don't think these people have any intention of doing that. There's too much money to be made in not doing that. It,
1: it, well, obviously so. Fox News had to pay, uh, what is that, three-fourths of a billion dollars.
0: Seven-something. F- yeah, seven says, right. 780-something.
1: And, and Tucker Carlson's gone. I don't know if they fired him. Oh, or bro, have you seen the latest or- news about that? No. The latest,
0: the Vanity Fair is reporting in part that Rupert Murdoch fired Tucker Carlson because he was too religious. That because at a recent, Rupert Murdoch's ex fiance apparently told Tucker when they were all together once that he was a messenger from God. And then that Tucker was doing a recent speech somewhere. And in the address, the Murdochs, or Murdoch was in the, the audience with his fiance and that Tucker talked a lot about religion and asking people to pray and Rupert M- M- Murdoch does not like that stuff apparently and that there was that was part of the reason now I don't know if that's true or not but this whole thing is fascinating because you know Tucker was their cash cow. Like you can hate Tucker Carlson all you want to, that's fine. Um, you know, and, and I don't care what anybody thinks about his politics. I'm just saying he's their he was their cash cow. Yeah, he was right? the most highly rated. He one. was the most watched man in cable news. Yep. Now I think the state of cable news is in tatters and mostly of, most of it's trash, garbage juice. But like he was the biggest face, biggest name rather in cable news, and they just fired him. After a lawsuit that seemed to be based on what I read, you know, predicated more on things said by like Lou Dobbs and Janine Pirro and you know some of the other Fox hosts that were going heavy into the the election denialism stuff and Mm -hmm. things like that. Like it didn't seem the the
1: really thing. The only thing that was, well, Tucker of course he leaned into whatever, but his text messages came up, and that's what was a big deal because he was saying that he didn't like Donald Trump. That the one lady uh, that was uh, the lawyer, the female lawyer, um, that she was a liar. She was oh, the Kraken lady.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was her name? She's gonna, she kept. Yeah, she kept promising us a Kraken.
1: Yeah, and um, it was it was a whole deal. So um, I think it's very Sydney inter- Powell. That's it, Sydney Powell. That's it. Couldn't think of it. <laughs> yeah. could I, call. I just, just the Kraken lady. That's all. Yeah. That's all I <laughs> can think of her. Lady. The Kraken lady. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think it's so well. I'm, I'm, I want to use the term cool just because like I'm interested by it because I don't know what the end result will be and what direction is Fox News going in like where are they trying to go are they going to all of a sudden now try and make sure that um, like I understand freedom of speech and the rights of that but within those rights of freedom of speech like what information are you making sure that you're delivering to our public because look man all, a lot of these news channels, CNN, MSNBC, and Fox, have played into and leaned into this uh, this divisive government-style United States right now. And they've all made a
0: lot of money behind
1: it. And at the end of the
0: day... Um, Bruce, why well, I kind of laughed when you said a minute ago that, like, maybe they'll go back to... they're not going back to... <laughs> there, there, there's too much money to be made in what they're doing. <laughs> and, and I don't trust it. And I don't know... Look, I'm not saying that Fox, with its vast... Resources can't go hire somebody that's uh, a huge name that will convince some Fox viewers to stick around and you know keep watching primetime even without Tucker Carlson. But I don't think it's going to be easy. And if you don't think Tucker Carlson, who's got a better chance of continuing to make waves in the media moving forward, Tucker Carlson or Don Lemon? The answer is easy, it's Tucker Carlson. <laughs> right? Don Lemon's been fading at CNN for a while now. His star's yep. been... He got demoted to mornings. They've been wanting to fire him for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and I told somebody yesterday, like, you know, I, I've watched... Well, he'd both- already
1: been suspended or had some time, leave of time at one yeah. point in time. Um, I, I get it. but you what, what I sa-
0: But my only point with that is is it Tucker? Carlson's- that one's not
1: shocking. It's only shocking because he was there eighteen years. Right, exactly. Like, it, that Don Lemon one's not. No, like
0: he, his ratings. And, have been
1: and t- I, you appreciate CNN, like at least talking about it, saying what's up. Like whatever their their factions were, their factions were. And at the end of the day, and up. look, man, these companies, like it's different from being an employee and an owner. Oh yeah, it's or a CEO. And, and C-suite. I know all of our listeners understand because. You know, yeah, but
0: Tucker's going to go on it. He'll work for the Daily Wire. He'll go do his own thing. Tucker's going to make a b- podcast. He's going to go make a bunch of money somewhere else. Um, he's going to be fine. But I just wonder, like, seeing ever since Donald Trump left, CNN's ratings have been trash. Right? People don't watch it anymore. Um, you know, Fox <laughs> has been the number one cable news network for years and years now with the biggest audience. I think this Tucker thing is really going to hurt them. Um, but I, you know, their numbers have dwindled. Their their viewer base is old. Um, you know, MSNBC doesn't pull huge numbers either. Like p- people our age and younger do not get their news there anymore. No. And we haven't for a long time. I would rather listen to a good in depth discussion on a podcast. Yep. And I, I would rather listen to or watch any number of well produced, you know, news format talk type of shows on YouTube, you know, that are much better than what you get on a lot of these networks. And I, I just, I never thought that. You know, it seemed like such a foreign concept all those years ago when all this stuff first started out that we would get to this point. But here we are. Um, you know, this cable news is suffering. And I guess CNN's grand idea is that, hey, we can put Charles and Gale together and convince people to watch. But, I, I mean, for how long? How long is Chuck going to do that? I don't know. How long is Chuck going to do
1: this show? Chuck, Chuck <laughs> I don't know. He's so good on, like, what else does he want to do? Like,
0: is he just getting bored with? Right team like basketball uh, wait, exactly right is how long and this is going to take work too it will it will this, you this like, kinda, he's, not only does it require work just to do a show like this he's stepping out of his comfort zone like we've all got opinions on politics and yeah. the world and our own worldview. don't get me wrong but like you got to yeah. flex some muscles that you haven't had to you're flex on tv right you're in you, it you're talking hoops every day man this is something different i get it too my head's so into in sports and what i do every day that sometimes it's hard to keep up with all of this so oh man i don't know Get King Charles. I'm really looking forward to that. Before
1: before we get into this King Charles, or the, I want to I wanna finish up, put a bow on this Tucker Carlson thing because do you think – I just think it's so interesting because Tucker has built up his own following. Is he going to be like Joe Rogan and just start a podcast? And then will these people continue to follow Tucker Carlson off of a ledge? Will they continue to follow uh, – what is Donald Trump? Or the Republican Party tell people to get their information from, like who's the next um, thing? Or do they follow, step in line with Fox News and just whatever that they provide them? I I think that's uh, really interesting. For me, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing out of this whole deal is uh, the direction in which uh, conservative media and... Fox News, and, of course, you got the other ones that are one spinoffs or one-offs um, from that. But I'm just really interested in seeing that. That's my last little bow. No,
0: no, no, I think you make a great point. And I, I was – you know, I, I didn't want to keep dragging you through this conversation if you didn't want to be in it. But I think what you just said is absolutely fascinating. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> that, again, that Tucker Carlson left at the height of his popularity. Right? That, yeah, that, exactly. That, so yeah. he is carrying a shitload of momentum with him. And if he capitalizes on that, whatever that looks like, he will continue to print money. Yeah. Where again, as Don Lemon. Did you did uh, you did you
1: see that uh Russia's um uh what do they call him? Sergey uh Sergey Lavrov mm-hmm. Um that he spoke up about Carlson getting fired from yeah. Fox News. Yeah. Did you see that? Well, yeah, which And is- he said like maybe he should come work for us or like being there. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the like bro, what is going on? Dude,
0: the wor- the world's upside down. They're right like now. what is going there, on? So, the world is upside in like, so many ways. This is ways.
1: what he's taking his time to talk about. Is, is it more? I, man, like when I saw that, I was like, whoa.
0: Well, there, there's a lot happening in this conversation. Yes. You know, like Tucker Carlson, to some, is the absolute devil. Right. To to others, he is the songbird and teller of truths and, you know, the man exposing big pharma and, you know, corrupt government and, um, you know, Joe Biden and everything else. And like he did days ago, like he went after big pharma because he went after the vaccines. And look, we've seen a lot of government officials, the head of the CDC admit mistakes. There's data coming out about vaccine dangers and things like that that we don't have to get into. But like, you know, he called them out and when you realize that and this is something that's been brought to the forefront the last i guess really several months last couple of years how much cable news advertising consists of big pharmaceutical ads <laughs> right i mean every time they go to break you're, you're getting right. a pfizer I didn't ad think about that. <laughs> every si- so when you go after the pharmaceutical industry and they are literally propping up your news organization and the cable news industry you know there there was always going to be some consequences to that and i saw a clip last night it was really interesting um, because I, I'm a media junkie. Anybody who listens to this podcast who might be new to it, um, you know, I, I listen to everything. You know that about me. I've listened mm-hmm. to Rogan for years. I listen to the New York Times podcast. I listen. Hell, I listened to Alex Jones way back in the day before Alex Jones became a mainstream name. And I thought Alex Jones was one of the wildest, <laughs> wildest people I'd ever come across in my life. When I was a young, young man, I was like, "This is some absolutely <laughs> bizarre shit right here." But I listen to everything. I take it all in because I'm, yeah. I'm a media junkie, and so I want to know what everybody thinks, whatever, what all is going on right now, so that you can. F- and and I you know it's my own worldview, but I think that's how it should be. You have a more well-rounded view of the world, anyway. And I'm just like, I I don't know what the next wave of all this looks like.
1: That's that's uh, that's why. I said does that it. make sense? Yes. Like the the next on the same page.
0: What does the next wave of of this look like? I
1: don't know. By episode ninety three, I think we'll have like an idea. Yeah. All right. You For think real? so? I do. I do.
0: Let's make a bet. I. That's maybe. All right. That seems awfully soon, though, because we're, we're pretty much on a consistent run right now. That if if eighteen weeks or fifteen weeks, it's all something's going to fuck it up, Kyle. You know
1: something always that does. True. Right. That's
0: true. Oh, by, by the way, I just saw the headline. Like CNN, AP News, four weeks ago. CNN preaches patience as ratings tank during turnaround. Like I think these cable news companies, and it's kind of been coming for a long time now. They're in trouble. They're in trouble because if CNN can't breathlessly cover Donald Trump and his campaign you know, like a circus act, like they did in 2015, right. 2016. That's what, yeah, that's like the, what, why, CNN is as responsible for Donald Trump's no election doubt. in 2016 there's no as anybody doubt about else. It. There's no doubt so about if they it. don't have that to cover, why is anybody watching CNN? Why Why would you, why? So at Fox News, kind of a similar thing. They just booted Tucker. Sean Hannity's getting old. Bill O'Reilly, of course, did his thing, got gone. Mm-hmm. Lou Dobbs, old. I mean, this their viewer base is going to die off. And so now you've kicked Tucker out of there and – now anybody with a smartphone knows where to find Tucker Carlson. Wherever he goes next, he's going to make sure of it. So what's the – new? What, what reason would you keep watching Fox News? I don't know. Are, are they going to try to get younger? Than, they're not going to try to get more neutral. And, and Newsmax, you, something that popped up in my head the other day when you said that, um, apparently Newsmax has been like heavily, aggressively going after Tucker Carlson. But if I'm Tucker, I don't need Newsmax. No. I don't need any they, – They would, They would mess up my brand. Right. You don't need another network at this point. You are <laughs> no. big enough – like, Glenn, remember Glenn Beck? Yes. Glenn Beck has kind of faded off into, not necessarily obscurity, but, like, there was a height point. There there was a, a crest of of Bill, of Bill Glenn B- uh, Beck's popularity where when he went solo and with the Blaze and everything, he still had a shitload of affiliates. He was making a ton of money. And, I mean, he's gotten older and kind of faded, but he's he did his own thing. He rode that momentum into something of his own, made a shit... Tucker's going to do the same thing. So th- we're in an age where... I don't know that the news will always be this fragmented or more. And I don't know how, like I said, the next wave, what does that look like? How do people get their information? Because I think we're seeing it kind of still scatter right now, but I don't know how... Is there ever going to be a a consistent or consensus view of the world or anything remotely approaching that again? Because I I don't know that we're ever going to sniff that ever again in the rest of human existence. That was very deep. I'm
1: sorry. I shouldn't say that. very deep. <laughs> no, yeah, but you, it, was, it was dark and grim. It was like, no way it's going to happen. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want, I'm still uh, look, waiting on the sunshine and smiles at the end. Kyle. Sunshine think, and I smiles? Think, I think we will hopefully get back to just delivering the news and being a more normal. It doesn't together. sell, though. I, I know, but I, it, I, think, it doesn't I, think, sell, I think we, we got to, look, man, it will sell because it's the right thing. Do you think right. Trump goes
0: to jail, by the way?
1: Oh my gosh. No. I, I don't.
0: No. <laughs> I, I think there's zero chance that man goes to jail. No,
1: I don't. Oh, but are right, you ready? What? Are you ready? Yes. All right. I yes. know we don't have too much longer. So are you ready? Huh? You ready? What? For what I'm about to drop. Of course, man. All right. I said, you know what, I need to take the S two test. You know what? I'm just gonna hit up Drew Brees. So I'll text him. Did he just hit
0: you back? He, yeah,
1: he's been hitting me the whole time. That's why I've been kinda Oh, that's him. your phone buzzing. I thought yes. I was ignoring my phone. All right, no. All right. So, I asked him, what is the s two test? Um, I heard you actually took it. I'd love to know I want to take it. how can i what I want to know some about it right. So, you know he said, yeah, um Mickey and them and and Jeff Ireland asked him to to take it like right. years ago he said years ago, they were thinking out looking at maybe trying to start to that makes make sense, it. so we just want to get like a baseline that we, makes sense. we don't know. And he was like, "Oh yeah, sure, whatever." So he took it, scored whatever, and I was um and so um, he said it's like uh, looking at a computer screen and tracking a lot of things happening at once. I'm like, what? And, it's, yeah. and he said, um, they would have balls going different directions or things lighting up. It would test your memory and ability to track multiple things at once. Yeah, I
0: mean, that makes sense.
1: And so he said, I said, I'm trying to, you know, trying to figure out this picture in my head. He said, uh, he said, um, I'm sure they have made additions to it over the last few years felt like I was playing a 1980s Atari Atari video game. There you go. Like different things all kind of coming across, screaming, I guess you're... I don't know. How did they know? Is it because you're hitting things, hitting buttons, or your eyes picking it up? So remember what I I told
0: you on the phone yesterday, that the best way it was described to me was like digital whack-a-mole, like a a video game version of... Yeah, so basically just spotting stuff, right? And you're reacting to it that way. That makes a lot of sense. And it's also why, you know, it seems... Because you and I were chatting about this yesterday on the phone, why... Yeah, you know, other players could take it, right? But yeah. it, it matters more for quarterbacks because, yes, yeah, defensive guys, you got to know what you're looking at. There's no doubt about it. But ultimately, your number one priority is see ball, hit ball, right? Yes. Whereas quarterbacks need to know or where your receiver. Well, sure, exactly. But you know, for the quarterbacks, got to know where everybody's moving all yeah. at once, and so that's why that that test makes a lot of sense. Well, for... I just
1: hopefully we'll see if he gets back to me uh, before.
0: It's not shocking that Drew scored well on that.
1: Yeah, not at all. But I just asked him, "Are you like touching things, or are you just picking them up?" With we'll see if eyes. we
0: get some more dates out of Drew Brees. A hey, live text conversation <laughs> with Drew Brees. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's what I said. Are you ready? I was. I While we this... wait
0: on that, there was something else I had to ask you because right. since since you uh, you got me deep into politics here a couple of minutes ago, and I forgot to bring this up. Did you see that? You saw that Joe Biden announced that he's going to run for reelection in 2024, right? I did. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Yeah. Like. The, the majority of the country, polling shows the majority of the country does not want this man to run again. I know. And, and they're, they're, at least as of today, claiming he's going to run again, meaning I think he would wrap up his next term at 86, 87 years old. That is insane. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, he's falling off of bicycles. He's done that. He's showing up to serious press conferences asking for the ice cream. Like I, I, He's done that. I, it's wild, man. Wild that we can't get any younger blood in, in either party than what we've had. Man, Nobody? I, I, that, that's the big deal. Nobody? That's the big deal.
1: And so um, it's really interesting because, you know, I, I think the 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 left-leaning news people would like to see a Joe Biden versus Donald Trump because they believe Joe Biden can beat Donald Trump. Yeah. Again. We've yeah. already seen they that.
0: They want way. the rematch. Yeah. Yeah, they, they want the rematch the re- that nobody else. No, wants. this is our our politics. or professional boxing in this country. <laughs> That's what it is now.
1: The rematch that nobody wants. Yeah,
0: the re- exactly. The the one that nobody asked for. <laughs> so. Nobody needs this. It's it's like it's like getting Tyson and Holyfield into the ring again at, at, at their current ages. Nobody needs to see that, but here we are.
1: So, and but they believe that the right, more right leaning news people, I believe. That they believe if Ron DeSantis were to beat Donald Trump, that he could beat Joe Biden. Purely because he's just younger. Like you're gonna, like you're gonna get a little bit, not purely because of that, but that's one less thing. Cause when if you run against Donald Trump, Joe Biden the same age. Like it ain't it ain't that big of a difference. Like they're like two years younger, they're a difference. It's not, it's not that big. So <laughs> That's like one thing off the table, like you can't attack that. No. Versus, which I don't know. I don't know why they don't, man, I don't know, Kyle. It's the fight that nobody wants. No,
0: like it's the fight said. that nobody wants. Nobody wants this fight. Speaking of fights, George Foreman. You see that movie coming out this weekend? I
1: did see that movie is going to come out.
0: I have not. I had been. the actor on the show yesterday. Really? Yeah, Chris Davis, the guy who played. Uh, Chris, he was the one that was Malik in Space Jam 2 with LeBron.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Was Did you ever see Judas and the Black Messiah? Yes, I have. Okay, so that was that guy, Chris Davis. He's playing George Foreman in this biopic.
1: How uh, how did he go? Uh, go? It was
0: good. Interesting guy. Interesting guy. Uh, Had the same... Most actors are. Yeah, had the same fight trainer for that movie that Will Smith used for For Muhammad Ali. Ali. For Ali, yeah, absolutely. So that's coming out tomorrow night. I don't think... And I was talking about this with Smoke yesterday because he's a Gen Z kid. He's one of these Zoomers. Uh, But he's also different. He's got the soul of a 70-year-old man and the sports (laughs) knowledge of a wizard. But like he, I was like, do you think that people in your... Generation, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 12 years older than him, and I said, D- "Do you think that they appreciate the fact that George Foreman is one of the biggest athletes in the history of the world in the last 50 years?" And he's like, "No, there's no chance." And I was like, "Yeah, that's that's. Do you think about it? If they know George Foreman at all, it's probably because he sold their parents a grill. Like that's no likely. Doubt. That's likely why they know who George Foreman is. The Not grill. that George Foreman would literally punch your head off your shoulders. They don't. They don't know that's who he is. And it's crazy to me.
1: Yeah." They pro- dude, I wonder if they know that he named all his kids George Foreman, Georgina. Yeah. Like well, I gotta pull up the list of names. <laughs>
0: the, now that you said me, that,
1: to me that's one of the most interesting things about George Foreman.
0: Oh, it's amazing, dude. So it's hold on, here we go. I got the list right here from People Magazine. <laughs> dude, it's the, we we have it's to. The, yeah, like, it only, it only <laughs> does it justice that way. No. Oh, it's the greatest. Oh God, I love this. All right, so hold on, give me the list here. Give me the list. Uh, oh shoot, here we go. So he he says, of course, calling everybody George can be a little confusing. So his sons have all earned nicknames for themselves. There's George Junior, Monk, George the Fourth, Big Wheel, George the Fifth, Red, and George the Sixth, Little Joey. This is awesome. <laughs> that's so awesome.
1: <laughs> all of them.
0: They're all Georges.
1: Yeah, that's all, what I'm saying. All of them. That's like some some king royalty stuff like yeah oh absolutely this is like everybody all five of his
0: sons share the same name george edward foreman something that he said he did to unite the men together that's great he's got a little (laughs) army of Georges they're probably and they're probably all massive human beings that is great oh and the best part is he has been married five times and through all of his relationships he has five sons and five daughters now i don't know who belongs to who but apparently he convinced all these women to let him name all of his sons george which is even more impressive. It is. It's even more impressive that across multiple wives, he convinced them all to let him keep naming his sons the same name.
1: Yes. That you know. Assuming that's how that went. So I don't know. Like, that's all. Awesome. You know. What do you think about so Bill? I got, so I, got na-
0: you- I got an idea. I got an idea. <laughs> what do you think of George Edward Foreman, the sixth? <laughs> <laughs> we'll call him Little Joey. <laughs> How great is that? That's probably George, how it went down. George Foreman's a fucking
1: legend. I'm telling you, to me, that's the best thing. Of, like that, he pulled that off. It's yes. It, it, to me, it was it, that's the interesting fact that I know. Young people do not know, but it's like the most interesting thing ever. Absolutely,
0: like I, I was actually talking. I can't believe I didn't bring that up yesterday when I was talking. To, I didn't think about that. Oh, you did? not oh No, I didn't think it's about the, that. It's
1: the one thing that I always think about that. I think is just so legendary, bro. It. It. It's moving week. All right, I got a lot of yeah, things know, on my mind. It's okay.
0: It's okay. I'm just trying to get through the week okay. un- unscathed, and I didn't. But yeah, that that was a. F- I'm gonna. I can't wait to watch this movie. That's gonna be <laughs> fan fucking tastic. Uh, I just I just scanned uh, awfulannouncing.com. So the first headline that caught my eye was Colin Cowherd doesn't believe left leaning New York media will attack Aaron Rodgers for being anti vax. Wow, um, I didn't know we were having those conversations still in 2023. But um, I, that's crazy. Aaron Rodgers is going to New York though, which you know, see, has seen. Yeah, he in- just
1: wa- I just saw a picture of him walking into the building. Yeah, it
0: seemed, it seemed inevitable for some time, but uh,
1: it, it's you know, I'm just happy it got done. I can't wait to see what he does. Um, I'm just kind of over the the whole Aaron Rodgers saga. Hope this is like the last so couple chapters. So over, yeah. And uh, let him ride off into the sunset, man. Hopefully he plays longer than one year, because I would feel like he cheated the Jets organization if he only gave him one year. One year after everything they gave up for him. But hey, it was their decision, and good luck to him. I still don't think they win a Super Bowl or anything. but No, I'm not backing on it. I mean, maybe they go to the playoffs and win a game. I mean, for the Jets, like, is that – I guess that's close enough because you haven't even been close in quite some time. So, um, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I mean – And speaking of the Jets, I took my first picture ever with this guy that I'm beloved, and I, I can't wait to put his jersey up in my man room. i got to figure out where I'm going to do it. Uh, but Joe Willie Namath. Uh, took a really good pay- picture of him on Monday at the Alabama Golf Tournament. This dude is just – he's just having a good time, bro. Always. He's just living his life. He came out the womb doing that. Dude, he's just living his life.
0: Yes. That man doesn't know any other speed than fun.
1: No. And according to a friend of mine, Rick Flair documentary, he admitted that he based his whole persona and character on Joe Namath because Joe Namath was like the first like Hollywood quarterback with like he just had this persona. He's like, dude, if I could be like anybody, I want to be like him.
0: Yeah, man. So <laughs> there's something else I wanted to ask you. Did, did, right. By the way, did, did I see a second ago? We got we got ESPN on right now. Did I see Stephen A. saying the Clippers need to convince Kawhi Leonard to retire? Did you see that headline? Stephen A. It's, I, I read it. It said Stephen A. is saying that the Clippers need to convince Kawhi Leonard to retire.
1: Uh, why would he want to do that? I got Why to stri- is a baller? Well, he's so he's not, good. He, he just he's, he's, he's just, not he's
0: not playing. He can't stay healthy. Yeah, and, man. And, and and it seems like he's being load managed in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's also having a bad week. And I don't I don't I'm not, you know, I don't know if you saw what happened with his sister, yeah, but I did. Uh, that's I did. you know, I try to keep that stuff in mind cuz these guys are humans too, but uh yeah. like he he doesn't play enough. When he's out there, he's incredible. He is. Offense, defense, like everything when he's out there he's incredible
1: he that's why they won game one he balled out him and Russ played well too but like he and Paul George cannot stay healthy and it's been a big problem I mean do you run it back if you're LA one more time do you try and run it back with those two I don't know that you can can you I mean look man the Lakers all of a sudden are good again but it depends on AD which is so frustrating um but we'll see what happens um I, I I think Kawhi is just such a special talent man he is so good you know like when he plays he's just different he's so good he's smart he's patient he can shoot it he can defend
0: he's one of the calmest most surgical players that I've ever seen in NBA history and like you and I are both Kobe guys right we're both Kobe Bryant guys we're Kobe stands to use the kids lingo but uh it was, like, 2014, I was watching him in a playoff game, and I was like, man, I think when Kobe retires, that guy might be my favorite player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I remember yes. thinking that to myself, and I didn't really think that much about it, that, but I still love
1: – what he did for Toronto. Well, right.
0: right. And, but, like, I had – and even then, he was averaging, like, 14 points a game. Like, he wasn't the superstar Kawhi Leonard that we know him to be now, but, like, watching him contribute to that Spurs team, I was like, oh, this guy, okay. Like, they, they've – we're we're seeing the ends of Duncan well, and Ginobili MVP. and Parker, yeah. and th- but like he's got he's the next wave. And now, of course, it ended you know poorly there with San Antonio. But um, he's his career. Somebody who was it? Uh, Stephen A. I don't know what this is because it was the other day, didn't he say that he's the most overrated superstar or something along those lines? I mean, he's been going at Kawhi for a couple of days now, and I want to make sure I get this quote right. So now he's saying the Clippers need to convince him to retire, but they oh he's one of, he called him one of the worst superstars the NBA has ever seen that's what that's what Stephen A. Smith said five days ago about Kawhi Leonard he said he's one of the worst superstars the NBA has ever seen and, I, and I'm pretty sure Kendrick Perkins was looking at him awful sideways when he said it <laughs> and we, we had the sound down in the studio and I, was like, and I saw the, the the text and I was like is, is he saying what I think he's saying and so we, we turned it up and listened, and I was like, um, okay, I, I understand the point about, hey, you got a player. You don't have any value to anybody. Like, I, I understand that. But one of the worst superstars the NBA's ever seen? It's fucked up. That's pretty crazy, bro. Like he's, he's won titles with different teams, and you know, he, he was kind of the reason they did that in Toronto. So I'm, pretty wild take, I think.
1: He went in. Did That's you, all I can say. Well,
0: speaking of that, you, did, did, I brought this up to you last week, that Merrill Hodge, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. It was right on point, though.
1: He was correct.
0: And he hit it right. But I I brought that up, right? Yep. Because I had Smitty on the show yesterday, and he brought that up randomly out of the blue as an example. (laughs) He was talking about that. And it's just, man, Stephen A., that guy goes back.
1: I I like Stephen A. Well, I appreciate his talent because he knows how to turn it up. Oh, he's a showman. Yeah. He's a showman. You know what I'm saying? He knows how to entertain. He knows how to educate. Um, I appreciate the first take. Um... What they do, it's it's always pretty good and entertaining to me. When you actually listen to some of their really good deep dive-ins, and co- it doesn't mean I agree with them, but their conversations and some of their takes are really, really. Oh good.
0: no! Sometimes it just leaves you slack-jawed. Like, did he really just say that?
1: Yeah, but that's part of like what you're saying. Being a showman, it's like that's a take. He is a showman. Didn't
0: see that one coming.
1: Now, Kyle, I'm going to the draft. I'm going to have my brother with me. We're gonna be in Kansas City. The weather's probably gonna be just meh. We'll see how it goes. I want you to wish me luck, brother. It's, um, Good I don't luck. Want it, I don't want it to be.
0: Do you like Kansas City?
1: No, I don't even know it like that.
0: I don't either. Yeah, I got, I mean. I've been through once.
1: Yeah, I've been through like a couple of times. But I've never spent like. I've never had a reason like, to go to Kansas City. Yeah, I've never had. I've never spent like a significant amount of time. Right,
0: like unless you were playing the Chiefs, why would you go to Kansas City?
1: Yeah, you know, and no. so. Um, no offense to KC. Yeah, and when we went in the preseason, like you get to walk around. I was chilling. I got to see some stuff, but like, I, I don't know. I'm kind of like up in the air about it. We'll we'll see. Um, I'm really excited though. I want to see who the Saints are going to pick. I want to see the whole feel and how excited the Kansas City Chiefs fans are, knowing that they just won a Super Bowl too.
0: So like, yeah. I don't. Uh, you're going to have a good time. I I can't wait. When when do the Saints? When are they scheduled to pick on day two? Right now, do you know? Or are you no. just kind of showing up and going They're, up there when they tell you to? I'm just showing
1: up, bro. That's hilarious. I am just showing up.
0: Hold on, I got to Google this for you now. Okay. Do, I, do I need to help get you prepared for the draft so you know when you got to go out? You're one of those people that doesn't look at your flight departure time until it's, like, close, aren't you?
1: No, I know what time I'm leaving. I've done that, and I've missed flights before. Really? Yeah, I've missed flights.
0: Just straight up forgot to go?
1: Yeah. Like, I just was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I thought it was at 530. Oh, no, it's actually at
0: 245. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have to do that for my wife all the time. She she won't even she, she's gotten better about it, but she used to not check it until like the day of. He had no idea what time she was flying out. I'm Like, how do you live like that?
1: That is awful. Living. That
0: sounds like sh- it just stresses me the hell out. Uh, tw- let's see. So here we go. We got uh, you got the twenty ninth. Now you're making pick. me think about what, what, where my what my time of my flight is today. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so we got what twenty third round two. You y'all pick forty. So you pick right after right after Carolina you get to watch the 39th pick for Carolina and then potentially go up on the stage for number 40 to make the Saints pick for them
1: man dude it's so messed up because the Saints I feel like the Saints and the Panthers organization sometimes have been kind of catty like using me to like like why the Panthers want me to come and ring you know hit the key pounding thing versus the Saints I'm like dude what can't you go any other game like why would you want me to do that one Ah, uh, you know, it was just that. Then the Saints. Hey, you want to come down here, be our Saints? Blah blah blah. You know, who are you playing? Oh, the Panthers. I'm like, dude. Like, what you got 16 other weeks. Like, well, actually 15, because you guys play each other. Yes. Yeah. Just pick another one. Like, I'm cool with that.
0: By the way, this mock draft that I'm looking at has the Saints. You has you announcing the name Cedric Tillman, wide receiver, Tennessee.
1: Big fan of his. Big play receiver, too. Big play receiver. Yeah, he is. Well, not like big play like downfield, but he goes up and gets the rock. I would actually. Not be like very, Hyatt big play. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. No, not like Hyatt. He, but he's a physical. I, I would take him over Jalen Hyatt. Actually. So,
0: wait. So, hold on. But they got they got two day two picks, right? So, you yes. got the, you got 40 and 71. You're not doing both, are you? Maybe so. Nuh-uh. Maybe. They're giving you both picks? I got day two picks. Shit. That's cool. I thought you never got more than one pick. That's pretty awesome. You're gonna trot you back out. Nah, man, they got pick ninety eight. They know where you pick it three times, right? You got to sit there all day if you do that.
1: Dude, I don't even know. I don't leave till Saturday.
0: Oh, you're gonna be there for a minute. Yeah. Well, it's, you' made Kansas City for that long. Yeah. Whoo! All right, enjoy, <laughs> it, man. You better find something to do.
1: <laughs> I'm bringing some. Gonna
0: uh, go eat ribs and brisket for like four days straight. I'm
1: bringing some uh, some workout clothes. I'll get a couple workouts in. I'll oh,
0: that's ready. your grand plan. All right, buddy. Well, you have fun. Safe <laughs> travels. Thinking about you, praying for you, all that good stuff. We'll talk about it next week. We'll be talking about Bryce Young. By next week, hopefully you'll be moved into Something like that. All right. Jet skis. We're racing jet skis at the lake. I got to get some first. But we're racing jet skis at the lake. We're going to put it in that universe. Put it out. For Roman Harper, I'm Kyle Bailey. Work hard. Be nice to each other.